just finished watching an episode of Star Trek Voyager and and Xena Warrior Princess after listening to the great Alanis Morissette singing You Ought to Know. Wait a minute. It's not 1995. What the hell is going on? Oh, yes, of course. AEW debuted tonight. And I got to tell you, Did folks. Did you jump back into the DeLorean? Yeah, I must have. You know what? AEW, it, it, it came on tonight, folks. And I was transported almost back to 1995 because it sure in the hell reminded me of Nitro quite a bit. <laughs> We're going to get into yeah. that, but folks, welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV Global. I'm your host, the legend, T.J. Logan, and with me, the ever-bubbly, time for a little Chris Jericho bubbly, we're talking the gentleman himself, Elio Canella. Elio! Yes, sir! Did you not feel like you were transported back in time watching some of the... I did. I did some heavy-duty time traveling tonight. <laughs> and now, folks, I want to preface this by saying that uh, we're, I'm not actually mocking. Because, to be honest, I didn't know what to expect going into tonight's AEW. But I was reminded of Nitro in a good way. And when we get to our mm -hmm. uh, a segment talking about AEW, we're going to go over that. And you're going to see what I'm t exactly babbling about. Because usually <laughs> I babble a lot. But this time I have something coherent to babble about. <laughs> Speaking of babbling, Elio. Yes, sir. Did you stay off the sauce this weekend? Uh... Not, not entirely. Ah, I knew it wasn't going to happen. What, who am I kidding? <laughs> oh, my Lord. You should know me better than that. I know. There's 12 steps that'll help you, buddy. I'll try and explain them to you later. Uh, <laughs> Elio, we finally are here. It's like D-Day. Folks, we are, yeah. we are actually an hour or so removed from watching a the first AEW show. And... Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about that. It's been an exciting week. There is this is the golden era of wrestling again. All it is. It's so cool. It's so cool to be a fan, isn't it? Yep. There's like all this great stuff coming out of the woodwork, and uh, we're going to get into a lot of that. But uh, I just want to say, folks, strap in because we got a lot of info to talk about this week, and uh, we're going to be covering our usual stuff, the usual suspects, and now AEW is on our plate. And I got to tell you, it's taking up a big <laughs> meal and making me kind of fat. So. Let's get to it. First of all, let's talk about all some right. news and rumors or injuries. Well, you know what? Uh, news, I do know for sure. Uh, on the ROH mm -hmm. side, I know we haven't been talking a lot of ROH lately, but two major title changes to the singles titles. First of all, Roosh defeating Matt Taven of the Kingdom to become your new ROH World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, interesting stuff. I think Roosh yep. is a pretty unique character. Um I don't know the extent of his English language speaking yet. I, it doesn't seem like he says a lot, but uh, he's definitely got the looks. He's definitely got the charisma. So good on AEW. And let's say, you know what? A lot of people have been dumping on Matt Taven, but that guy can wrestle. He's good. I enjoyed him a lot. And I don't expect him to fade into nothing. I expect him to make a, a concentrated run back and maybe even have another championship down the road. What do you think, Elio? Yeah, so, well, uh, it's interesting you bring up that taping because his contract expired uh, yesterday. However, at the taping, so uh, that before Dishonor, he made the announcement that he's, he's planning to stay with ROH. Yeah, it is true. He did, in fact, sign a contract extension. I don't know the terms of it, but Matt Taven will be with ROH for a while. Now, this, this next one kind of surprised me. Uh, women's champion, Kelly Klein, the gatekeeper, losing her belt to Angelina Love. I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> oh. that, well, well, why are you upset, Elio? Tell me this. Because I want to lose the belt to Angelina Love. Oh, that just upsets me. I thought uh, Kelly Klein would uh, retain the championship for sure. Now, you know what? Kelly Klein is a tremendous wrestler. Angelina yep. Love, um, she's a good wrestler. I think she's not given enough credit for as good as mm -hmm. a wrestler she is. Um, I once, Elio, had a, an interesting time where I sat down and did an interview with her 
Davey Richards and Tony Kazina at the same time, all three of them in a sort of a, a round uh, table talk, and that was really cool. Did she ever make it to WWE television? No. I remember she was in there for a while, like in developmental. No, Angelina Love did not make it into uh, the WWE. Uh, she is incredibly beautiful looking lady, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there interviewing her, trying to you know take a peek mm-hmm. at her. Hoping that Davy Richards doesn't notice me and give me a whack upside the head. So it was an interesting time. I'll, I'll say that. But congratulations to Angelina Love. Interesting that uh, ROH kind of switching gears here. We, we've complained about the last little while about them being a little stale and maybe going yep. too far into the work rate and not enough into the entertainment aspects. Well, having mm-hmm. Roosh and having Angelina Love are definitely two wrestler characters who can really maybe put that company, I don't know, Maybe go a step forward. Now, I understand that you also had some news about, uh, I believe, about Chris Jericho. I do. And uh, usually uh, it would be AEW news. However, this is not. Although it does have to do with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho being one of the few that gets to work out of, that gets to work out of AEW and is allowed to work in NJPW, is reportedly set for a huge match against Hiroshi Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom 14. Wow. That is going to be an interesting match. Um, you know what? I'll get into Jericho later. Uh, okay. I got to tell you. No, no. no I mean, we're going to save that. We're going to save that. Uh, yeah. Why don't we head into our poll this week and uh, take a look at the results of All our right. poll. Now, our poll last week, folks, uh, the question was, you know, uh, Kenny Omega had come out and said some very disparaging remarks about, um, about wrestlers in NXT. You know, mm-hmm. as as we know, they're going NXT and AEW are going head to head. He basically said, you know, they were a bunch of like developmental curtain jerkers who wouldn't, you know, that would be on the bottom parts and, and of the cards, and, and it upset a lot of the internet community. Well, surprise, something could you know upset the internet community. But <laughs> there's a shock. Uh, the IWC yeah, the, getting upset. Wow. Yeah, I I, I don't. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we wanted to know what you fans thought. What were your uh, reactions to this? Did the comments that uh, Kenny Omega say, did they turn you off from the product that hadn't been shown yet? Or did it make you more intrigued? Because we we, you know, we were reading everywhere. Lots of fans were saying they were turned off by this. So we took our poll. In our poll, six... Oh, no, before we start, I want to ask you quickly. Elio, yes. did it turn you off or did it make you want to watch more? No, it did maybe want to watch more, like just to check out the product, see uh, how they would do in their debut shows. So no, I I say it didn't turn me off. Okay, um, it did turn me off because, like I said, I know Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what he was doing. He was just sort of kind of drumming up a little bit of uh, of I don't know. Some people say that the any publicity is good publicity, right? And I'm and I'm not sure if I agree with that. We're gonna go over some of the comment comments that fans have made and one fan said a particular comment that struck me afterwards okay. and it made me think but first of all in the results of our poll 60 percent of you said it made you want to watch more well only 40 percent of you were turned off by oh the my goodness now let's take a look at some of the comments that we got out of here david david rodriguez says didn't affect me either way i know he's really good in this case i know he's really wrong but whatever okay i am not going to make fun of this one because in a way he's saying that uh, you know it didn't it didn't really turn him off. Okay, so I, I get that. Uh, Kim Silcox says Kenny Omega sucks. Anyone that wrestles a nine year old girl should not be in wrestling. Cool, but Kim Kim Silcox, anyone who reads my poll and can't answer the question right, belongs in with a nine year old. So yeah, whatever, dude. Chris Norwood says more wrestling is more more wrestling. More wrestling is more uh, more Chris wrestling. Chris to just uh, put up a GIF saying none of the above. Okay, Chris Norwood, meet Kim Silcox. The two of you can go wrestle nine-year-olds, you idiot. Okay, next, moving on. Yay. Daniel Fryer says, I'm just going to check it out first, then determine which one I prefer. All right, another person saying it didn't really make a difference. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah, once again, not what we asked. It, it amazes me how people just, okay, anyways. Um, I know we have some more comments here. Just scroll through. Here we go. All right. Uh <laughs> Uh, Elias Gerard said, watch more, because now I want to see if AEW can back Kenny's talk and if NXT flourishes on TV. All right, someone answered the question. Good job. Oh. Will Clark says, I think AEW and NXT are going to be the best thing on TV. For sure, better than Raw and SmackDown. Okay. 
interesting comment had nothing to do with our poll. Uh, Christopher Mc... Ooh, please don't get mad. Well, you know what? I don't care if you get mad. McAfee, whatever. I'll keep saying it. I'll stick with Impact. Oh, okay, he's a moron. I got it. I like NXT, and I leave AEW for bandwagon jumpers. Wow. You're going to stick with Impact. Ugh. I don't even know if it's worth it. Bandwagon jumpers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Tom Bosk says, mm. Slight turn off because the in-ring product should do the speaking, but I'm still very excited to see them on TV and channel flip between the NXT for two hours. This Wednesday thing should be a great night of wrestling. Mark Rose says, I'm going to DVR both. I work second shift. Okay. Now this is the quite now this is the one that made me think, okay? Okay. James Vieira said, I feel like his comments were in the same vein as Seth Rollins bragging he has more money than Will Ospreay. You shouldn't ever punch down. Hmm. Good. That is you know what? That is some brilliant stuff. James Vieira, if if I had uh some kind of award for best comment of the week, that is you're right, man. If you're above, if you if you're already higher up, you shouldn't be shooting down. It it just looks petty and looks dumb. Right. Smart. And then and, Adam, and, 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 oh Adam no, speaking yeah, speaking of not smart, read this. Read Autumn Whitney. This isn't smart at all. Go ahead. It's a work, y'all. Uh-huh. It's wrestling, dummy. Of course it's <laughs> a work, y'all. Jesus Christ, people. Oh my people. goodness. What Autumn what, Whitney, really? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know, but if I had if I had moron of the week, <laughs> I got there's at least four people that we talked out of these comments that would get it, including wow. Autumn Whitney. So Jeez. Oh, man. The, sh okay. the crap we go through for this show, I swear. Okay. Mm. Now, let's talk about next week's poll. Next week's poll, it's a no-brainer, kids, because of tonight, we had AEW versus NXT. The two went head-to-head. -head. Now, by the time next week's show comes on, I'm sure both of you, no matter which one you watched first, most of you wrestling fans, especially people here on Global, are going to have watched both, both programs. I want to know. What was the better show? Was it AEW or was it NXT? You vote next week. All right. Now, as for me and Elio, we honestly can't tell you right yep. now which one is because, like I said, we started recording this show shortly after AEW finished. So we just freshly watched it. We have no idea of what NXT, what happened there. I'm sure both of us will watch it either later tonight or tomorrow. And we'll, you know. We'll start to compare it, but we're going to do a little bit of an analysis on AEW uh, in the next, in the second segment. But uh, interesting show. That's all I'm going to say for now. Now, folks, uh, our hot topic of the week. Okay, this is a t this. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, this one I really want to talk about really quickly here because it also leads into uh, my next segment. Also, it's about New Japan. Now, New Japan has done in the last couple of years some tremendous strides here in North America. I mean, people like Okada, Tanahashi, Ishi. These names, solely Japanese wrestlers who, who I don't even know if any of them speak English. And yet, they're well known to us. Naito, these guys are, because of New Japan, people in North America have really got a chance to latch on and, and see what how great their product is. Uh, Kenny Omega, I mean, he bro he made his bones definitely in New Japan. I mean, he was, he was a wrestler, but he became a superstar in New Japan. Same, you know. There's so many of the current independent wrestlers. A lot of guys in AEW had some great trials in New, New Japan. Now, here's the topic I have for you this week. It seemed like, you know, New Japan has been really conquering their side of the world. Then people wondered, what would it be like if they took a stab at our side of the world? What would happen if, you know, New Japan started doing shows here? Well, they've done a few shows here, and they have not been very good shows. And each one of these shows seemed very plagued with some kind of I don't know, technical problems or or backstage problems. There's just been something that's been undermining these shows. And the results have not been the best. I mean, last year, they had uh, some special matches come in, and there was not one Japanese wrestler that was on the card because none of them could get through uh, customs. I'm sorry, which one was that again? I, I remember that one. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of oh, the okay. It was last year. I mean, we watch enough shows. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I do know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was no Japanese wrestlers on the show because <laughs> none of them could get in the border, yep. you know? Um, then this year, and I'm going to get into it, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about spy, uh, Fighting Spirit. Mm -hmm. Fighting Spirit, I mean, it started 90 minutes later than it was supposed to. Fans were getting super upset at it, which I, which surprises me though, because I've been to many indie places and, and every I don't know any indie wrestling show that ever starts on time. 
<laughs> ever. <laughs> and I'm talking from the crappiest to like the best indies. Nobody seems to be able to get the time right. Uh, but I mean, these shows, these excursions into the U.S., they have been really kind of, in my opinion, either lacking in quality or just lacking in the matches. I mean, they rely heavily on local wrestlers. And then the matches of the guys they bring over, either A, are not tight. Sometimes they're just not the top guys. Or B, they bring over top guys and put them in like throwaway six man matches, which mean nothing. And, uh, and the, six, the six man tag matches are so hard to follow. Yeah. And, you know, what do you think, Elio? It's, I think it's been, if we had to give them a report card, this would be a D minus so far about uh, New Japan's excursion into the U.S. How yeah, are you the, 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 US, the U.S. Uh, side has been uh, weaker than the J- Japan side. Uh, I found like the shows, some of them were actually, like I just said, the six man tag matches. Okay. Well, I don't understand. I mean, mm-hmm. if you have something hot and you're wanting to make a move, Elio, right. let's say you, you put a show on. Suppose you're a wrestling promoter, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've made you've made your product super hot. And then the next step is to go into the new territory, the big times. Why would you let up? I mean, wouldn't you do your best foot going forward? Wouldn't you bring your A game, your top guys, bring the matches people want to see? Of course. But that isn't what uh, New Japan has been doing. Yep. I mean, they have been failing on this. I mean, yeah, yeah. Down the on the Japan side, their shows are solid. The, the, they have some great matches, and the shows, the whole show is just great. I'm wondering if maybe, um, I'm just wondering if maybe New Japan needs to develop some kind of uh, support system in North America. Um, I mean, the shows where they've worked with other companies and brought their stars in have been tremendous shows. But when they come in and try and do stuff on their own. They seem to like miss the mark quite a bit. Well, aren't they working? Aren't they working with uh, anyone in the U.S. Uh, at the moment? They are not actually. Oh, they are. I thought they. I thought they were working with another company. So usually, no. uh, you hear about well, them. Well, I'm sure they're working with small little companies, but like ROH was their last big company they worked with, and they're not working with ROH at the moment. And. Um, <sighs> I mean, you know what? I'm not even going to say these other companies are even worth mentioning because they're all just small, small independent wrestlers that shows that we don't even cover. I'm sure none of them, you know, maybe they have a YouTube channel, but that's (laughs) about the extent of what they got. You know what I mean? So what, what can, what can new Japan do to, to, to make a dent? What do you think? Do you have any ideas? Elio? I have some, but do you have some? I think maybe like promoting it. They're promoting it better the way the way AEW has been doing their 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 advertising their promotions. Uh, I think maybe doing something like that, promoting these events a lot more, a lot better, with uh, drawing more fans. I think one thing that New Japan really ought to look at is developing like a street level team in North America, a support system, um, some people who are not like. I think sometimes the problem is you know you're in the New Japan bubble. And you think that you can just move over to North America and just do what you do yep. automatically. And mm-hmm. you forget that in Japan, you already have uh, dozens of years of support built up. Nobody can just come to another continent and just pretend that everyone's going to know who you are. Or <laughs> not just know who you are, but how to get to you, how to how to be a part of it. And I think what New Japan really needs to do is is to have some support system being built up. In, and I mean, they have like the LA Dojo. Well, maybe they need some people that would lay the groundwork who would who would uh yeah you know, one... like sometimes I'll, I'll read uh, comments about ngpw and uh not many people uh, here care about ngpw because uh they don't uh, watch it right you know uh, one of the things i look at too is like um they should like maybe they need a they should actually try and make a regular weekly show in north america maybe that would be one way to get things going because uh, their product now is, you know, basically when you watch New Japan, what you're seeing is every, like, their own house shows or pay-per-views or whatever. Are they still uh, on Access? Uh, yes, for the moment, but okay. who knows how long that's going to last with Anthem purchasing <laughs> them, I'm sure. <laughs> this is true. Although there have been rumors that Impact is trying to mm, sway itself with New Japan, trying to get it to play get, mm. play ball with them, because... Uh, there was an old history of New Japan and Impact that was terrible, and uh, that's been broken down for quite a few years now. Right. Um, and New Japan, I don't think after the bad taste they had in their mouth working with Impact last time, is so quick to do it. But seeing that, and that's another that's another thing. Like, um, what what if 
like all these other companies uh, want to work with New Japan, but NGBW doesn't want to work with them. Right, exactly. Um, I think, you know what, they had something going good with ROH, and I think if maybe they had just given ROH a little more, a little more grease, a little more for their buck, that maybe ROH would have wanted to stay with them more because let's face it i mean it seemed like it was kind of a lopsided affair i mean new japan mm-hmm. wrestlers would come in regularly but then they would just destroy everybody in roh <laughs> you know um i don't know it saddens me because i love watching new japan wrestling there is some tremendously good matches and wrestling so there. there's a lot of good matches and i just wish that there was a way that we could translate that better to the north american audience I think it's being done poorly. I think these excursions going in have been not very good. And, uh, and that's fans, uh, because sometimes, I, like I said, I read the comments it, and no one cares about Entropedia. Uh, They're all about the big companies, WWE, ROH, Impact, uh, AEW. You know. Well, we know that you loyal global fans, you guys are into like good wrestling. So I know a lot of global yep. fans do watch New Japan. Uh, this is just an aside. I'd love for you fans to, to write in and, and tell us what you think. What would be a better way for New Japan to make some kind of foothold in North America? Or is it even impossible? Oh, oh future poll. I don't know if it would be a poll right now, but I do know I'd love to hear some comments. And you know what? No, I said, I said future poll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elio, um, I always yep. get it wrong, but I think you can write us here on Wrestling POV podcast page on Facebook. Yep. I know we yep. have a Twitter page. I think it's WPOV1. Uh, it's wrestling POV. Oh, wrestling POV. Uh, and, and, yeah, and Instagram is wrestling POV one. All right, and so I'm not sure if you fans want to take a bunch of pictures of how to fix New Japan. I guess you could use Instagram, <laughs> but <laughs> feel free to feel free to tweet at us. Feel free to drop us some Facebook messages. I'm curious because, like a lot of you, I'm a big New Japan wrestling fan, and I don't want it to just fade back into being just you know a Japanese company. I think it has a chance. Oh, no, I love NJPW. All right. Yeah, I love NJPW. Now, speaking about how much we love NJPW, I'm going to talk really mm-hmm. quickly about Fighting Spirit Unleashed this weekend. Uh oh. Um, this was not that great. Okay. And this was what I was. This was what I was talking about. I was going to start watching it to just you know because I knew we would probably cover it. and uh, It was hard, I wasn't it? Do it, I just, it was hard. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, damn straight it was hard. Um, oh, boy. Okay, um, first of all, if you're going to do a special card like this that you want to make it special, I get that sometimes you have to use opener guys or even young lions, mm-hmm. but it seems lately they're really just throwing the Los Angeles dojo um, guys at us. And right now, frankly, we don't care. Most people don't care. And 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 actually, I there was something I didn't even know about. I think uh, at the last uh, venture before this one destruction, they did a Lion, Young Lions Cup or something. Yeah, they do that every year. Uh, okay, that's a minor thing for the hardcore fans. It's, I guess it's like watching WHL hockey. You know, you go see the okay. younger guys. Um, I've no, because then that's why they feature like these young lions all the time. Yeah, because I've only seen them on these events. Um. You know what? There was not some real. There wasn't very good matches. To, you know, they brought in some guys, um, but the matches they had really didn't have any consequence or meaning. I mean, the only match, mm-hmm. the only championship match, and, and you know you're in trouble here when the challenger for for the only main event championship match is Yoshihashi. Oh no! Yeah. Wait. Um. Sorry. Who did he face again? Uh he took on Kenta. For the uh, never open oh. weight championship. Oh no! Yeah. How does Yoshihashi get a championship match? How what? does Yoshihashi get a paycheck from New Japan? I mean, come on. <laughs> How does Ishii oh. not beat the living snot out of him every time they have a chaos <laughs> meeting? Um, I mean, there was some cool stuff. I mean, uh, oh, and another thing too that's weird is why is the Rock and Roll Express showing up everywhere lately? Yes, uh, I noticed that. That was a win of the matches. I'm like, yeah. Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> okay, you know what? I forgot to mention this in the news, but okay. So on this fighting on spirit or fighting unleashed <coughs> thing, the Rock and Roll Express <laughs> appeared. Okay, right. They also appeared yep. this weekend on ROH's Death Before Dishonor. <laughs> and do you want to know what's really, really messed up, Elio? <laughs> what's that? Yesterday they captured the NWA World Tag Team belts. Come on! Yep. What is, is this? Nineteen eighty-five. Well, apparently we thought it was nineteen ninety-five, but 
<laughs> I don't get it. I mean, yeah, they're a great. Uh, it's fun to see some old wrestlers in there, but man, these guys can barely move. Anyways, uh, so yeah, you know, one of the matches uh, had the, the Rock and Roll Express and, and Tanahashi teaming up against Los Ignobles. Uh, like, like a lot of these matches just weren't all that interesting. You know, they really had. I mean, and some of the. I mean, I'll give this credit: Jay White, uh, <coughs> Gato. And Chase Owens taking on Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, and the Amazing Red. I haven't seen the Amazing Red for a long time. I that was kind of cool. Since like since like the like mid right. And but here's no. the weird part: Does Amazing Red make you think of New Japan? Like how did he end up here? Yeah, our TJP opened up. TJP. TJP. Gee, I know. I saw. I saw. That's uh, that's uh, where I stopped it after he made his entrance. Is when I stopped it because I just couldn't follow. <laughs> Okay, so um, a lot of times we like to give a high point and a low point. The high point, uh, I guess I'm going to go with, um, believe it or not, the Kenta versus Yoshihachi match was pretty good. It was okay. Uh, The low point, Mm. the low point for me was this whole card overall. I mean, if you tried to put this card in Japan, in a new Japan (laughs) crowd, they would have been booed the shit out of them. It it wasn't that great. It was was pretty, uh, it was pretty lackluster. And uh, yeah. that kind of makes me sad. I mean, come on, New Japan, you want to be uh, you want to be big time, act big time, man. Uh, folks, I, as you can tell right now, I got a I got a bit of a broken heart, so I'm gonna we're gonna take a break. I'm gonna I don't know pound back some something or other. Try and make. Want me to check? Want me to check my liquor cabinet? And see what I have? Uh, yes, I, I I'm feeling sad right now. I, I need to I need to take a shot glass, pour a uh, pour a, a drink in, and hold it up for New Japan. And say, man, why can you guys not get it right this side of the world? Yeah. So, folks, we'll be back in a minute. Uh, stay tuned. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. Hey guys. Wow. Okay, I'm feeling a little better. It's time now we're going to talk a little bit about AEW, okay? Tonight, first of all... In the beginning, I was making some lame-ass jokes about you know, <laughs> watching Xena Warrior Princess, uh, uh, Star Trek Voyager, listening to the new singles by Alanis Morissette. Now, I, I brought all that up for one reason, is because it was all 1995, and a lot of this show made me feel mm-hmm. like 1995 again. Uh, but I also want to say the things that I was looking at here were things that I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed this. I think it was good. It was not great. Right. I think they I think they missed the bar in some of these matches. Um, but I have I, I wrote down as I was watching the show, I uh, wrote down some notes, okay? First of all, it had a big time opening feeling to it. It felt like it didn't feel like an indie show trying to be uppity. It felt like uh, it was like yes. just like you were watching Nitro or Raw or any of those other <laughs> shows. It had that really well polished. Um mm-hmm. Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone. God, man, I can't believe how much I missed those guys commentating together. It was awesome hearing them. Excalibur, he's okay. Yep. He, he, he's kind of their setup guy. Uh, he kind of blends into the background. But Ross and Shivani, man, what I have a, a great qu- team. I have a question. I have a question. Um, who, yeah. What's the story with Excalibur? Like, who is he? Like, or- uh, British rep. I think he's a British wrestler who had ties in with like a lot of independent places. He showed up at um, AEW shows, oh, okay. um, some New Japan work. He's just a guy that they figured. I guess they needed a third wheel, and he was. He sounded like he had the voice for it. I thought that was Rick sure. Yeah, uh, he's he's a third wheel of a different <laughs> kind. Um, now, one thing I want to say first of all, the production values are pretty damn good for mm-hmm. the show. They were yes. Okay, uh, you. Sometimes even when you watch uh, even a big independent show, the camera, the the quality of the film, the lighting, it kind of reads as, you know, like low budget. Um, A lot of money went into this. It looked pretty darn good. It looked really good. Uh, And Pyro. Oh, my God. When Cody came out, man, that was that was some shit cool Pyro. That was that was a cool entrance. I like that. Now, um, I liked 
uh, also, before they showed us the Cody and uh, Guevara match, they actually did a little package, and it wasn't just you know a promo package. It was a pretty cool yep. little film about the two of them colliding here. Um, I gotta say, I'm glad they did it because Guevara came off much better than how idiotic <laughs> he came looking out coming out. I don't know what oh, the hell he's wearing on his head, but he reminded I mean, he reminded me of some 16-year-old like, Japanese going kid on? going off to a Hello <laughs> oh Kitty concert. God. You know, like, come on. Ugh, terrible. Uh, Cody versus Guevara. Pretty good yeah, match. That was um, a good opener, yeah. I'm surprised, though. I'm surprised that Cody kind of... It seems like he takes a lot of beatings lately before coming back. You know, it's not the style I'm used to hit from him. Um, Guevara was good. He, lots of moves. Lots of... Uh, Lots of uh, sequences. I can see that the, he's definitely a future star that they should be keeping their hands on. Uh, and there was that one spot where he pulled Brandy in front of him and Cody did a suicide dive through the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's becoming their shtick quite a bit, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, first match, pretty good. Uh, I would give it, you know, it was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. Uh, leads into uh, Tony uh, Shivani going to interview um Cody. Cody Cody and then yeah. um Guevara demands a handshake mm. and takes his attention away and while he's you know taking his attention away Chris Chris Ugh. Jericho and I got to say this right now Jesus I've always liked Chris Jericho but man he looks yep. like a 65 year he looks like the guy from the movie the wrestler <laughs> man he look <laughs> he is so out of shape he looks so terrible as a wrestler right now <laughs> that it's almost embarrassing <laughs> I now, I have a question. Yeah. Now, I follow, I follow Chris Jericho on Instagram. Right? Uh-huh. And all these pictures he poses of him, he posts of himself with his championship. He, he dresses himself up to make himself look good for these photos. Yeah. Yet, when you see him on television, he looks so out of shape. He looks terrible. Well, that's because you can spend a lot of money on still frame photography <laughs> and uh, photoshopping <laughs> to make whatever. I, I, I wonder uh, what filters he uses. I don't know, but he he did not look good here. He looked terrible. No, he looked terrible. He looked freaking really way too old. Okay? Yeah. Um, moving on, we had uh, MJF, who I think really looks good, and he really carries himself as a really good villain. Um, I've seen him a lot in MLW. He really is a little more show... He does a little bit... The presentation of him is, is a lot more serious and better here in AEW, AEW than it is in uh, MLW. Yeah, in MLW, uh, it's more entertainment. Now, Brandon Cutler is generic as all hell. He, <laughs> I, and and, and it's, I'm surprised they put him in here. You know, like this, AEW has a lot of great talents. He was pretty lame. I mean, he had a few good moves, but he just was so forgettable. Uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, they pulled him out of the audience to talk to him for a second. Oh, I know. Man. That was so great. Does Kevin Smith have AIDS? Like, holy crap, has he gone all skinny and weird looking. Oh, man. But that was so great. It, it, it felt like it was 2001. Yeah, hey. I was waiting for Chains on the ball. Yeah, it, I was, you know, old school wrestling stuff. Then the kind of, oh, at first I couldn't figure out who the two guys were. Like, who are the two idiots in, in green who come out? Then when they mentioned their names, that it was Jack Evans and Angelico, I was like, man, they look terrible. Oh, I didn't even recognize him because I, I saw like uh, real quick uh, they pinned over the private party who made their way through the crowd. Yeah, private party. I don't mind. Uh, I like them. Yeah. Uh, then they did this kind of funny little promo from uh, uh, from SoulCal Unleashed. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They, they were uh, they did a thing where you know Scorp was uh, acting like he was uh, Obama. And uh, the other two, act- one of them, Frankie Kazarian, pretending he had something in his ear, which was pretty bad because you could totally see he didn't. But uh, and then they went to, the, uh, which is really weird. They had this really cool little um, promo for them, but then they cut to like right after it, like not even a, a heartbeat next. They're doing a live interview with them on stage, mm-hmm. and then in come the Lucha Brothers wearing their masks and ridiculous looking suits and. And they start and they brawling. Start brawling. <laughs> and you think thinking to yourself, well, there's three of SoCal and, and two Lucha Brothers. They should be handing those Mexicans their butts. But <laughs> somehow like... Scorpion Sky gets kind of pushed out of the way. And, yeah, it was, it was something. <laughs> and they're, they're not going with that Freebird rules uh, for the championships. And the, uh, Scorpio said it's uh, Kazarian and Daniels. Yep. Let the cat out of the bag. 
we know which team will be going forward in the tournament. Now, uh, that was when I first noticed the two entrance thing. When they dragged the Lucha Brothers out oh, one entrance, I and, must have uh, missed that part. SCU out the other entrance, and then I noticed there is two noticeable rings entrances that converge into one. So that's different. Um, next, uh, I gotta say, Adam Page and, yeah. and 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 Pac look like they looked great. They looked really good in this match. Uh, they're definitely, uh, and I'm also gonna say they were probably the best match of the night. I really enjoyed that. Now I've seen I've I've seen the I've seen the the black arrow I guess they call it. I've seen them do it on an opponent when the opponent's on the back. I've never seen him do it when an opponent is on their laying on their stomach. Yeah, that had looked painful when he did that to Page. Now um, they really look like the guys that should be in the top of the cards. I mean, these two guys look great out there. That was a great match, and it was nice to see Pac. I mean, we've seen him lately, you know, in lots of independents where you know, small bad camera work. He looked good back in the big times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now uh, the next match is <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, Riho. Uh, I don't need. Go ahead. Yeah, go on. I was gonna say Riho taking on Nyla Rose. Uh, yeah. What is real weigh? Like 60 pounds? I mean, she's freaking tiny. 90 pounds? I don't know. But it was terrible. This whole match was terrible. This was really bad. And then Nyla Rose, uh, I, I don't care, man. That definitely looks like a man. Um, she's, he, he, she is way big. Way too big to be fighting women wrestlers. Yeah. Um, but in the end, Riho wins the belt in a match... You, I know you uh, texted me while you were watching. You were like, "Man, this is like a train wreck." It's just like <laughs> it was. A, it's a train wreck. I don't know. I just don't like Nyla Rose. I'm not a fan. I just no. And especially after the, afterwards, I'm gonna. Michael Nakazawa went to get an interview with Riho. Nyla Rose uh, just attacks him. Well, another thing I, I that really bothers me about this is why were we seeing these two? I mean, Nyla Rose. Okay, I guess they're trying to be trendy, but. Riho is just like way too small. She's not even compared to women wrestlers. She's and, not then, uh, and then uh, did they, did they already uh, make up the next match? Because uh, they were saying no. They were talking, telling Bert Baker. Well, now we know who the new champion is. Well, no. We, we, yeah. Well, Riho's the new champion, but um, you know, I guess Britt Baker is mm-hmm. the number one contender uh, after this match. So I guess that's probably the reference there. Um, I'm just surprised they just, why didn't they just go with Britt Baker as the champion? Make her the champion. Her and Nyla Rose could have battled it out. Uh, Riho just, man, she is just not credible. I'm sorry. I, I don't no, see she's her. She's so smart. You know what? Kyrie seen that Io Shirai are bigger than her. Yeah. She's like, I mean, she, she looks like me when I was, when I used to weigh, like, she weighs like, what? I used to weigh like a hundred and something. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I'm at a loss for words with this. I don't even know where. Like, it's, it's, it's just terrible. bad. It's just yeah. bad. And let's get to the main event now. The main event. This was like Nitro, uh, Nitro '98. <laughs> Crap like this oh my happens. Goodness. You know what I mean? With with the ending, like with all of it. I mean, okay, you have a six man tag, right. and then one of the guys gets taken out by someone who isn't even in the match. Drags them out, and they can. And instead of instead of like disqualifying and ending the match, no, they make the two leftover sucker partners have to take on the three guys themselves. Oh, uh, did you see what he did? What Moxley did to Omega? He threw that uh, coffee table through the, through the glass coffee table. Yeah, uh, that was a little crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, this this kind of stuff happened on Nitro all the time, and then of course. The schmoz at the end where mm-hmm. everybody gets running in there. Like, you know, like, oh, my goodness. It was like, okay, we just want to show you we have a bunch of other wrestlers that you haven't seen yet that are coming. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We had Moxley. Um, we had uh, Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, we had Sammy Guevara coming back. Uh, of course, the big night, the big part of the night we're going to have to mention, of course, is uh, Jack uh, Hager, uh, formerly ja- Jack Swagger. Yep. Um, I don't know why people thought they needed to chant "We the People," which was a terrible <laughs> right? gimmick when it was going on. Um, but uh, now I have a question: those... though. Did, Was it just me, or somewhere like at certain points the crowd seemed dead? Yeah, I think the the 
I think the crowd seemed confused a lot. Okay, yeah, I thought it was I just some... me because I'm sitting there and watching, and like the crowd isn't is uh, like just quiet at some points during the show. Yeah, um, oof. but you know what? Like I said, oh, I don't know. In the end, if I had to like rate the mm-hmm. show, and I guess we're gonna have to, I'm gonna give it a thumbs three quarters up. Uh, I like some of the execution of it. And I'm being a little generous here because, to be honest, there were parts of the show that yep. were weak. Part of the, that women's match just had no place on that card. I don't know. Yeah, and then and MGF match, MJF match was kind of they should have given him a better opponent. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was impressed with the the Brendan Cutler guy. Um. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say like, the, I'm gonna. Give I'm it, going with uh, thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I guess I guess we've. I mean, there was there was some good, some bad. And if I guess we we usually well we usually rate the rated on an A B C and D, I'm going to give it a uh, B plus. Okay, because there was definitely stuff mm-hmm. for that could have been improved, but overall, I thought it looked slick. I thought there was lots of fun elements. I'm a little disappointed that the main event basically was a service into like other storylines like you know like they used to do that all the time remember on nitro they'd be like yep. stuff would be happening They're like we gotta cut away folks but see you next yeah. week you'd be like what oh i i, I hate when they do that and then like the action was still going on and the uh, yeah. cameras would go off i'm like okay what's going on now you're just gonna leave us there now one thing i'll say about the show that we probably did get a chance to say and i'm thinking mm-hmm. is we, me and Elio, get it on a, a Canadian uh, cable feed called TSN, the Sports Network. And yep. I don't think we exactly see it the way you guys see it because uh, they had mentioned that there was going to be commercials with box in window, you know, so like the commercial would be going on, but the wrestling would still be going on at the top. That didn't happen for us. They just cut away to Canadian commercials. So whatever stuff yeah, happened. Yeah, that's, that's what they do uh, with that's what they do with uh, Raw and uh, SmackDown online. They do the box in the window when they do commercials. Yeah. So, I, you know, I hope that's not an issue going forward for us. I guess for most of you American fans, that shouldn't be an issue at all. But, um, so yeah. So we gave it a B plus and uh, I guess I, if we give a quick higher... Well, note, no, I'm overall production value was really good. It felt like, uh, like a Nitro, mm-hmm. an episode of Nitro... The, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the first half yeah of the like show a big time was show good second half kind of brought it down a little I'm gonna say um, if I had to give it a high and a low the high of the show wow LAX <laughs> and uh, the, the young bucks man Nick Jackson is amazing um, yep that's low, my low point uh, the women's match and I'm not even and I'm not and that's all around that's from all the competitors and all the stuff that happened. Uh, let, let's move on before I get too depressed. I'm starting to get depressed. <laughs> it was a good show, but it was, you know, there, was so, there are things that I just saw that just that could have been done so much better. You uh, need me to sing you a song to bring you up? You know what? Uh, <laughs> let's let's not sing me any song. <laughs> well, I will find depressed. you. I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> NXT UK this week. Uh, it was an okay show. Um... I'm trying to think. You know, I liked. Uh, uh, I would give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a B this week. Okay. Okay. Um, Nina Samuels, she ain't that great, but hey, Danny Luna. Danny Luna, yeah, we, so, that was my high point. Uh, my uh, low point was. I'm gonna say these uh, Walter vignettes uh, where he goes to the to the performance center where he just goes there and beats up the the guys that are training. I don't get it. Okay. Um, for me, I, I have a confusing point. Um, okay. Uh, they're really trying to promote this Oliver Carter guy, but they never let him win. That's another one of my little points. Then we get this Oliver Carter guy. Yeah. I don't get him. And Leguero, I mean, Leguero. To lose to Leguero. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the main event, Uh, Noam Dar, Trent Seven. Well, it was good to see Trent Seven get, uh, get very angry and, and beat the living snot out of Noam Dar. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give it this week's show. I'll give it a, a B, a solid B. I'm gonna go with a B as well. Uh, like uh, we had a look at Tegan Knox, but uh, I'm, I'm all... yeah, they're, they're, we're not really. Seeing I mean, she she, she she gets a championship match tomorrow. Yeah, makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. All right, moving on to MLW this week. Now MLW, uh, there was some really good stuff in there, and there were some things that make me cringe. Okay, always a fun show. 
I am really learning to hate Jordan Oliver and his group. Right? And Justice Man. Get off my screen. Every week they uh, start to show with this team. Uh, uh, and then they did all that crap about Tupac and blah, blah, blah. And I was just yeah, like, shut I know. up. <laughs> um, uh, did uh, Timothy Thatcher was pretty cool. And you I wonder what? How, what that, they're going to do with that dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, that's my high point. On this show is the Timothy Thatcher one. Okay, that was almost my high point, but my high point had to be Matt's Warner with that idiot Casey <laughs> in the back. Her trying to draw. Did you see some of the pictures she was drawing? I'm gonna go with that. That's my second because that was hilarious. So he kept telling her to draw. He kept telling her to draw all these objects, and she's like, "Okay." <laughs> like, who can't draw a chair? <laughs> Even he was like, "What the hell." <laughs> He even asked her, where'd you go to school? Oh, my Lord. How about the part where he asked her to draw a pumpkin and she <laughs> drew it and it looked like a dick and <laughs> <laughs> She is so stupid. Oh, oh my gosh. This is why uh, you're in the book. Yeah. The low point. Um, Jimmy Havoc stapling mm-hmm. people's tongues. You um, know what? That was disgusting. I swear at the end, uh, before we went on the air, I asked you what had happened because I saw Mance Warner with a bloody face. But yeah. I didn't see what happened because I had to turn away. Yeah. And that was just disgusting. Right, this is the problem I have right now is what is MLW doing lately? It's been putting on these really adult content. And is that what their niche is going to be? Because as much as I like Mance Warner and these things, I don't want to see Deathmatch. No, I don't want to see, wanna see these bloody match, things. No. You know, I love... Hey... Look at Timothy Thatcher and Doug James. They that had, was like, a great match. A very fun, exciting match that had nothing yep. to do with uh, weapons and junk like that. And it was so cool what he did at the end. With the with the When, 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 he, uh, told, when he told uh, Douglas James, say, anytime you oh, want. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to give this week's show a... Uh, ooh, this is a tough one because I'm going to give it a B also. It was a pretty good show. Okay. Now, if it hadn't been for Jimmy Havoc and that mm. too much of that junk, it might have been a better show. God. What do you See, think? I, I, I can't stand that guy. Jimmy Havoc, no. No? No, but I, uh, I'm going to go with a B as well because I really like this show, but I can do without all that stuff. <clears throat> now, if I'm thinking right and I'm thinking about the points and stuff we've given, it looks like this week that uh, NXT uh, UK gets the three point, or gets the two points. Mm-hmm. MLW gets the one, and because you rated AEW so low, we're giving it no points this week. Okay. You gave you gave it a C, and, and that definitely <laughs> brought it under the other two shows. So okay. we will update it right now. Um, a NXT UK is in first. With how many points? With two. No, no. Oh, I thought you were updating the. Oh, sorry, I thought you were doing the overall points. Okay, so NXT this week gets two points. MLW getting one point. And AEW getting zero points. And uh, so that should give it... What's our overall rankings this year so far? So we have 13 for NXT UK. Uh-huh. 16 for MLW. Uh-huh. And zero for AEW. And what about ROH? ROH. We're still going to keep it. Um, did, what did we give ROH? Well, we're just giving it zeros for now. I just want to know what's overall thing was. Oh, so we have 13, 16, and... Uh, our reach is still at four. We're still at four. Okay. From I just the, want to from, see... From the, from the last uh, one. Soon, it, if AEW manages to pass four points before we get to Wrestle Kingdom, we'll get rid of ROH in the countings, okay? Okay. All right. So, folks, this is the time where we go into a little thing we call the book. And this week, we have two entries into the book, a wrestler and an object. Oh. <laughs> Let's start off with, open that book and read me what kind of fools we have in there. Okay, in the Book of Shame, we have Ace Austin. Oh, come on. that That's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I talk about this loser all the time. He's almost annoying as injustice. Now, in now can I just say, um, we don't, we've don't we really not covered Impact anymore, but yeah, I had to, because I saw like a video of um, Brian Cage and Melissa Santos um, getting engaged. I saw that on, uh, on Facebook on one of the videos, and... I figured, okay, I did give Impact a watch this past Friday. And? I always want to try and pull some sort, extract some sort of goodness crap. <laughs> and could you this week? I managed to 
pulled one good thing out of it was uh, Tennille Dashwood versus Madison Rain. That wasn't a bad match. I enjoyed that match. But the rest of it was just crap. The rest crap. was kind of crap. The, the, we- the, the wedding uh, at the end so was just... The, the priest got, or whoever was officiating got knocked out uh, when Eddie Edwards came staggered in like, I don't know, drunk or whatever. And he knocked uh, the whole set over. They brought in Father Jim Mitchell to officiate the wedding. It's disgusting. Then Tommy, Tommy Dreamer uh, okay. made the announcement. Yeah. Receptions in the ring. This is what's wrong with Impact. Not just the, not just the bad storylines. <laughs> Guys like Dreamer and RVD and Rhino. Bad, bad wrestling, wrestling leftover. Left oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. So Ace Austin, you, you're you in the book. Even though we don't really watch you anymore, you disgust me enough that you get to stay. And then we have the British round. <laughs> oh, that that concept stays. That's crap. <laughs> I swear. That is crap. Folks, folks, I would try and describe it to you if you don't know what it is, but it's so convoluted <laughs> and idiotic. There's no point. It's just crap. It's just stupid. Like, it makes, it makes no sense. Why are you going to have six 30-second breaks or however many rounds there are? But you know what? Do you think we're ever going to see this again, this type gimmick? Uh, yep. As long as Cassius Odom is around, we're <laughs> going to see this gimmick. I think he's been... He's been doing it on house oh shows now. Oh my god, so. no. Are you uh, serious? Oh. Yeah. With uh, Sid Scala or different opponents? Oh, different thanks. opponents. But it's mostly still, nobody's. It's still mostly nobody's. And then we have the Dark yeah. Order. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing Nothing is worse than a big-time company having low-budget people. He, the Dark Order or whatever the hell they are, they're low-budget crap. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I, I've heard about these even before Impact. Uh, before, uh, yeah, now I got Impact on my, even before AEW. Okay, Jimmy Havoc. Uh, oh, hey, yeah. Come on, <laughs> he showed us this week. Jimmy Havoc, by the way, is getting very close to going into the uh, chapter of Perpetual Shame. Or, pe- Perpetual Idiots. Whoa, yep. um, yeah, he's almost there. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, he's in there now. You know what? He's pulled enough crap that he earned the, his spot there. That's it. I mean, come on. Yep. You know uh, what? Next. When you, when you when you use barbed wire on Mance Warner and and leave him a bloody mess, you get moved to the chapter. No, no, no. When you staple people's tongues to doors, that too. Yeah, disgusting. Then we have Kimmy King. <laughs> because because you make me fall asleep, Kenny King. If I had my alarm, if I had my alarm here, I'd wake you up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Madman Fulton. Uh, just garbage. Him and all those OVE guys. Are they coming up next? The Christ brothers. Yeah, they're garbage. They, they, they are. They're actually after Casey Lennox. Okay, Casey Lennox showed us this week why she's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> it scares me. It scares me that uh, when Matt Warner asked her if she went to college, she said yes. <laughs> How, how bad is the education system in America when an idiot like that went to college? <laughs> Terrible. Oh, yeah, she stays. Uh, we have the Chris brothers. Yeah, they're garbage. They're just like Fulton. They stay. Oh my God, and uh, Tessa Blanchard uh, beat uh, Jake Chris this week, uh, last week. So yeah. she's moving on to Bound for Glory. Uh, bound for... And our, and, our, and our last entry is uh, Vic Joseph. Who? Vic Joseph. Who's Big Joe? Oh, no, Vic. Vic, I thought you said Big Joseph. <laughs> no, Vic Joseph, the guy from NXT yep. UK. Vic Joseph, you said that stupid word. Yeah. You've been pushing it forward. Yeah. No, you're gone, man. You're still there. You're 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 gone in the sense of good taste. You. Suck. And we have two. And we have two new entries. Okay, the first entry. <sighs> Talented young wrestler. Mm-hmm. Dresses on his ring attire. Reminds me of a 17-year-old Japanese schoolgirl going to a Hello Kitty rave. Yeah, what the hell stupid. is Sammy Guevara wearing? Sammy Guevara, you you just demean yourself and men as a whole. <laughs> Elio, do the honors. Sammy Guevara, you just made the buck. And the next part. This one we're putting in with a bit of caveat because... The guys over at WPOV Wrestling saw this picture of the new uh, AEW Women's Championship, and they mocked it hard, said it was tiny, it was insignificant, laughable. The thing is, me and Elio watched, we don't agree. We don't, we don't really get it that much. But 
out of respect, and I know we sometimes we feud with these guys, but as respect <laughs> as our newfound partnership as we're going forward, looking at as they're going to cover NXT and give us their honest opinions, we're looking at uh, AEW giving our honest opinions. In the spirit of that partnership, I for those guys for for Rick Serrano the third, for for Tony Diaz, for Mimi Goody, and for even Miguel Cole, we are going to put the AEW women's belt into the book because a lot of the wrestling POV guys think it looks like a ridiculous little toy. Do the honors. So AEW championship, you just made the book. Oh, ladies championship, dude. Back off. You don't want to send Jericho in there. Ladies championship, dude. Okay, see, you got me all distracted. The AEW women's championship, you just made the book. I said that the first time. No, you didn't. You said the the championship. That's why I corrected you. You didn't say ladies. Yeah. I was like, you don't want to put Jericho's belt in there, although Jericho's, he's going to get in the book eventually, I think. <laughs> I'm putting him in the book soon. <laughs> yeah, if you could fit him in there, he's fat enough. Anyways. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, we have had a great episode. It was, we, you know, we saw some, I, I'm excited. I think AEW has the potential. I mean, today, they hit an okay thing. I have yet to watch NXT UK. I don't, or sorry, NXT, and see what they went up against to see who had yep. the better show. We're, we'll, next week, me and uh, Elio will talk about it. We'll we'll be on our, we'll give our honest opinions. We'll watch it and we'll say, hey, yeah, uh, which one was the better like, one so I, far? I've seen I've seen some comments uh, about AEW tonight after the show, and people complaining like AEW sucks, NXT's better, NXT sucks, AEW's better. It's like you yeah. know what? Give it a chance. This is their first show. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at them fairly. We'll Don't look at just say they suck now, based on their first show. Now I'm kind of excited here. Uh, we have coming up uh, Hell in the Cell, and yes. there there is going to be a uh, over at Wrestling POV. There is going to be a uh, a points game. Yep the the Hell in the Cell Wrestling POV pay per view points game. Now I'm excited, Elio. I'm excited because you know what? I'm finally starting to get a better grip on it. I mean, just like new people, I mean, I've only played it three times, okay? The first time was a wash. The second time, I kind of mailed it in. The third time, which was our show, the, the, the second one we did... I took my time and really thought about it and really went over it and, and tried to get a better grasp of the rules. And once you understand the concept of the of the betting and losing and, and wagering points and whatnot, when you get a better concept of that, I mean, I made one fatal error. And if I had not made that fatal error, error I could have been the champion that week. I, I looked at the points. If I hadn't screwed that up, that one thing, and I realized right after I'd sent it, like, oh, crap, I should have not done that. But that's right. the fun of it. That's the fun of it. It gives you a chance to think analytically. And, okay, sure, it's WWE, and, and you're probably going to ram your face against a brick wall three or four times if you want to get into the booking ideas of WWE. But here's your yeah. chance to try and guess those things. We're going to have the rules up. Uh, well, not the rules, but the whole uh, betting tables up will be up pretty soon. Uh, I'm taking. I'm going to go in there, man. I, I'm taking a shot. To, I, I want to go for that belt. I, I want to be the champion. I know you've won it, Elio. Uh, yep. I know you, and I know you've cheated, and I know you've cheated a few times with Miguel to get at it. But folks, check it out, and you know what? There's lots uh, for us to check out. There's wrestling POV every Saturday on the same network that you're hearing us. There's us here global. We're going to be now every Thursday because of the new AEW stuff. But you know what? There's plenty of ways you can get our show. You can get us on iHeartRadio. You get us on iTunes, Podbean, and. Which one did I miss? Spotify. Oh, my God. I even pay for Spotify. Folks, there's lots of ways to get us. And there are lots of ways to uh, to get in contact with us. Now, we mentioned them earlier, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. We mentioned that. Uh, all I can say is keep your eye on the Facebook page and all our outlets as you'll see us putting up the stuff for the, paint, the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view points game. It's going to be fun. It's going to be off the hook. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. Tell your friends. Tell a whole bunch. Oh, wait. That's a commercial. Uh, <laughs> anyways, folks, we've had a great time. And I'm excited. Wrestling is in its golden era. We're going to see what's going on here. Maybe we're going to give the WWE a bit of a shake-up. And if that happens, it only makes better wrestling for everyone. Okay? Give AEW a chance. Don't just uh, say it sucks based on one show. Exactly. So, folks, uh... I'm, I've been your your friend and your compadre, uh, the legend T. James Logan. We we 
reaching our voices across the continents, across North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, and of course, my good friends in Russia. We love you guys. Keep tuning in. And uh, I had a great time. Elio, say goodnight to the good people. Great, fam. Listeners, we will talk to you all next week.